Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Crystal Jakowski, who is a teacher, the host of Breathe In, Breathe Out, and a transformational life coach. Crystal, how are you doing? I am fabulous. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling me a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Mm, For, well... I'm a teacher, a writer, a life coach. I teach people all about how to own their own stuff, like self-ownership and recognizing that we're all challenged and having a hard time. And uh, that just really lights me up for recreation, for fun. I love pottery. Uh, When I was younger, I absolutely loved playing games and I was so competitive. People did not like to play games with me. So now I just like to play games. I don't care. Just play a game with me. And I love to spend time with friends and family one-on-one, just connecting and saying, hey, how are you and where you're at? Those are the things that really just kind of, I love life. There we go. There we go. So you said writer. Do you have books published? Do you write blogs? Like, tell us a little bit about that. I'm one of those many people who has a book in, like it's being written right now, but I also have a weekly newsletter that are my musings. These are musings that I started writing long, long ago. And yet it's what inspires me in life in that moment. And the lessons that I learn each day about just little things in life how do I let go of this or being more present or recognizing that we're all holding something back for that perfect day? And what if that perfect day never comes? Why not use it now? So I have, I write, and then I give it out to the world uh, through my newsletter. So yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I love that. I love that you both acknowledge that you are a writer because a lot of people, like one of the things you said, we like hold our best selves back for that best day. And a lot of people will hold some of the best things that they should be saying about themselves back because they're not at a certain point yet, even though it's true of who you are. So I love that you are like walking in that. Yeah. I had to, I had to embrace that for a long time. I was like all those other people they are saying, no, no, no. I only write little tidbits. I'm not a book. I'm not a published book writer kind of thing. And, and that's somebody else's voice telling me that I'm not what I am. And so learning how to listen to my own voice and saying, no, 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 no. I write something and it goes out into the world. So I am a writer and Yeah, it's a shift in mentality. And I think everybody could use that little shift, that little change, that little awakening. No, for sure. I am right there with you, right there with you. Well, awesome. Let's go ahead and jump into your motivation. What gets you up and keeps you going every day? I'm a student of life and it's largely, what am I going to learn today? What am I going to do today? What am I going to experience today? Do I get to create something or... What lesson is going to come around that I can then apply to my life? So it's really just that 
being in the day that's there, trying to let go of the stress of all the other stuff that's coming up and just being in it. What's coming up and what can I learn from it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that kind of goes with, you mentioned being present earlier. Mm -hmm. That is like a huge movement, I would say, in the world right now. And there are a lot of people, including myself, who are listening to this podcast, who are hosting this podcast, that may struggle with being present. So can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, we. there's so many fabulous teachers out there that have talked about a lot of these different things. And, and yet what it really boils down to is if you're focused on the past, you're struggling because you're looking at things that you cannot change. There is nothing that you can do about it. And if you're focused on the future, the same thing is coming up. It's has yet to happen. So you still have the ability to change your choices and make the future be something better or different. The right here, right now is where living happens. It's not what's already happened or not what is to come. It is literally right here. It's that feeling the wind on your face or the sun on your face or listening to the people around you connecting with those relationships that you want to. It's this moment right here and acknowledging that the other stuff is out of your control, but you can absolutely control and enjoy this. So when you find yourself worrying about the present or or the future or worrying about the past, it's coming back into that. Now, this moment is perfect and right here, right now. It's just amazing. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that. I am a fan of The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And he talks a lot about exactly what you just said. And something that he brought to my attention was like, the only thing there is, is the now. Like, even when you think about the past, like the past doesn't really exist. The future doesn't really exist. The only thing that exists is the now. And the future will only happen in the now. And the past only happened in the now. So... Even like yeah. you focusing on the past is like, just like, um, it shows you that you really want to be in the now. Like, <laughs> Cause it's like, that's what was happening in the now. It was so funny. It blew my mind. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's, it's so huge and mind blowing and yet so simple in the same yes. space. It's like, Oh, wait a minute. Like when you strip it all down and strip it all away, the simplicity is what's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I think that's just, you see that theme in life over and over again. It's just like at its core, everything is like so simple. The things we want and the things we need are so simple. And it's like both to like let ourselves receive them as we get closer to the truth and to give them out and to live a fulfilling life. It's like, you just need the, some simple things and yeah. um, doesn't mean it's always easy, but it is simple. No. No, it gets easier the more you practice it. Yes. You know, if you've been putting it off for a really long time, it's going to be hard to start. But once you start doing it, it gets easier every step you take. And it's like, oh, no, 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 it's okay. You'll spend more time in the now and less time stressing about the other. There we go. There we go. Well, awesome. Now we're going to jump into your dreams and goals. So if you could start with telling (laughs) us about your vision for your life and your company, that'd be great. My vision for my life is to just be the kindest, most loving, 
person I can be because I think that's what we all need is that loving kindness and that acceptance regardless of who we are or how we present just knowing that there's somebody there that's just going to say, I accept you. It's all good. And that means that I have to accept myself in every bit of it. Um, and my business is all about helping people own that. It's all about the self-ownership and realization that we're all broken. We're all struggling. We've all got past challenges that we have survived and lived through. And the way that we are right now, we're reacting due to those past experiences. And if we can see those, give ourselves a little bit of compassion, heal them a little bit, then we're able to stop pointing fingers at other people. And we're supposed, we're able to give ourselves more compassion and give the people around us more compassion. And so my dream is literally to spread that compassion and that mind shift throughout the world, because we could all use it. We could all use that understanding that we ourselves are valuable human beings as we are without changing for everybody else, without living the life somebody else says that we have to live. We just got to be us. And that's enough. That's perfect. Exactly the way you are. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And you said um, owning your brokenness, owning your struggle, because we're all broken. We're, we all struggle a little bit. And something I've realized recently in my life, I, um, I think I've gotten to the point where I've forgiven my parents a little bit because um, I've, gr I've grown in my ability to understand and have compassion and put myself in somebody else's shoes. But I was with my little brother yesterday, actually, and he's really struggling. Like he's really in a negative mind space. And... I was angry at my parents because I feel like if they had raised us better or if they had been kinder, if they had been more emotionally well, they could have passed that on to us and we wouldn't have so much work to do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I was angry. But then I was like, I can't really stay angry because I also understand what they went through and how they grew up. And then what I just about owning your brokenness and having compassion, compassion, it doesn't necessarily like fix things. Like it doesn't make things um, automatically perfect. What it is, is like the understanding in the brokenness and like, it's okay to be sad type of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an allowance to be exactly how you are and where you're at in that moment, that compassion for yourself and what you went through. And yet also having that compassion for your parents. Cause like you said, they learned it from somewhere else who learned it from someone else who learned it from someone else. So it's this, it's been passed on. And so you're not the only one that experienced pain and heartache or the lack of being able to express your emotions and have them be validated. They had the same thing and they passed that on to you. So having that compassion and understanding, yeah, I see you and I see me and now I can be different. And those people are around me, whether they're kids that I have, or they're just friends or coworkers, I can validate their emotion now and say, it's okay to be mad. It's okay to be sad. And it's okay to be so happy. You've just got to do a little happy dance in the middle of the street because this is great in this moment. Yeah. Compassion is acceptance in this, in truth, in reality. Yeah. Yeah. Which doesn't mean it's always, uh, doesn't mean it's always perfect. In fact, it seldom no. is. So, um, yeah, I, I love that. I love that realization that you, you brought to me just now. 
Well, awesome. So dreams and goals, we have be the kindest, most loving person that you can be and help people own their brokenness and own their struggle. Are there any other dreams or goals that you want to chat about? Oh, gosh, I have to be careful. I have to be careful. Um, since I started my business and really started putting myself out there, we have my team and I, whenever we put something out into the universe, it happens way faster than we say it's going to happen. So like we said, we wanted to have an online course within six months and six weeks later, it was completely finished and put out into the world. So you ask what dreams I have and I'm like, am I really ready to receive whatever it is that's going to come out of my mouth? And, uh, um, yeah, I'm going to, I think I'm going to have to stick with, I just, I want to touch as many lives as possible with the knowledge that they are beautiful and perfect exactly the way they are. Yeah, there we go. Well, awesome. <laughs> what is, um, the names or I guess not the names, cause this could be a type of person, but one or two people that you can meet right now. This could be a specific person or a type of person, so we don't need names. That would help you take the next step toward your dreams and goals of really impacting and making space for as many people to be exactly who they are. Who would that person be this, and how would they help you? I knew this person was, this question was coming up and I knew that as soon as you asked it, it was just gonna be manifested. So um, a kick ass, PR person that can really just boost the visibility of the courses that we're offering and um, reach more people because that's that's the goal, right? We have so many different price points so that everyone can really connect in this way. And yet that perfect PR person that could really get it out there, I think is the top of my one or two people. And then my other one would just be connecting with other influencers in this space, because the more voices that we have, the more that people grasp onto it. And the more people are like, yeah, that's really what I want. And then it's a buffet and people can say, I really connect with this person. I really connect with that person. I love this message. I love that message. And we're all going to help each other vibe up. We're all going to help each other spread that message so that more and more people are opening up and living in the now and, and embracing that brokenness or that challenge that we've all got without feeling like, we're inadequate or not good enough in some kind of way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we want to kick ass PR person and to connect <laughs> with other influencers in the space. Yeah. Who would this PR person be? Would they have experience in the PR space? Would it be somebody coming into like, like, are they going to get equity in the company? Are they going to be salaried? Is it going to be like, what would this, how would this person come into your life? Mm, you ask great questions. Thank you. <laughs> um, how would they come into my life? They, um, like every other person that's supposed to be a part of this business has come in. They just manifest. They just appear and they have those skills that can really, they already have experience in the space and they are hungry and scrappy and ready to 
take it to the next level. It's going to be somebody who is in the holistic space it's, or aware of the holistic space who has already done their own personal searching um, and growth, because I don't think that you can do PR for that kind of a company if you yourself haven't experienced it. You need to be able to be more in tune with the message that's there. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they are they handling PR in the sense of they're getting you more interviews? Are they handling like social media marketing as well? Like, what's oh, uh, you're going deep. You're going really deep. <laughs> yeah. Um. We're talking about, <laughs> I know you are right there. I love you. Thank you. Um, sure. We're, we're already expanding on podcasts and I would love to do even more of that. I would love speaking opportunities and I would really love to have, um, you know, we closed down our courses because of um, COVID and we didn't want to deal with that. And so now we are just now opening up and saying, okay, these are our offerings and this is what we've got. So that PR person would be able to help sell those courses and get more people in on the vision. Gotcha. Gotcha. Have you ever heard of Russell Brunson? Yes. I, love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I asked, so I've realized I'm still a beginner entrepreneur here. Uh, uh -huh. A lot of people have heard of Russell Brunson. I just <laughs> recently heard of Russell Brunson. Or I guess I heard about him a long time ago, but you know, that whole, like, you got to market to somebody eight times before they buy it type of thing. Well, he had yes. to market to me about 200. So <laughs> then yeah. I, I finally took his one funnel away challenge and how the man talked about marketing. It just blew me away. Um, mm -hmm. Specifically with like uh, coaching or like human services businesses where you're like getting your course out there, you're interacting with people on a personal level. Um, he was talking about just using click funnels and how his funnel is like, a it's like a break even customer acquisition tool so mm -hmm. would you want your pr person to be able to generate leads like that or do you imagine them just doing it through the podcasting the speaking opportunities and getting your courses out there in a more organic way instead of a paid ad way so i personally would love to move more towards organic and getting that aspect we are doing paid and our goal was to triple our audience with over the course of this year, we've already tripled our audience. Um, so we're doing pretty good in the growth aspect of things, which I, I just hats off to my team already. I'm so very grateful for them. And yet I really, I, I feel like you've hit it when you get more organic and it's just growing naturally that way. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd be moving more hoping to move more towards organic. Like, yes, do you're going to have to do paid. That's just the way that life is. And yet, um, getting to the point where it is more organic, I think is the goal. Yeah, absolutely. There we go. And do you know, Russell's concept of the dream 100. I don't remember that one. I <laughs> gotcha. No, all good. All good. Um, it's basically you're connecting with other influencers in the space. Yeah. Like who would be your dream 100 influencers to connect with? So could you give us two if you have them on top of your head right now oh gosh if you don't that's fine because is i don't know okay yeah, yeah. I, I i don't know off the top of my head there are so many of them that are out there and um i i don't want to i i can't yeah i can't pull two off the top of my head there we go right now there we go 
Sorry. Hey, you know, no, that's fine. Really? The question is for, um, it's to either get really specific or get really specific with mm -hmm. the type of person that is like in reach. So like a lot of people will come on and they'll yeah. be like Oprah. And I'm like, I wish I could introduce you to Oprah. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> but so the question is more like, I want to help you find yeah. that person. Like, that's and really I love, I love that concept that you're doing. I love that you're pulling those people and bringing them together. I, I really, everyone has naturally and organically been attracted. Yeah. They hear the message, they meet me, they see a video and then they're like, no, 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 I need to talk to you or no, 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 I need to meet with you. So I go out and I do all these networking opportunities and I check in with people and, and, and it just naturally Stop. organically happens and comes. So yeah, I could name people and I could say, yes, this person and yes, this person. And I'm sure um, because of the way things have happened that I would eventually be meeting those specific people. And yet those specific people may not be the people that really need to be present to help me step up to the next part. I might think that they need to, and yet allowing for things to grow the way they need to and the way they have. I have to tell you, the beginning, the end of last year, we were pushing and we were pushing hard, paid social, all of that stuff. We were really just kind of, it was to the point where I felt like it was nose to the grindstone and we were getting down to cartilage and I was yeah. really frustrated. And I finally just told my team, you know what? No, we're stepping back. We're going to take a break. Our message is not one that we want to shove down people's throats. We want to have an invitation for people to come because self-introspection and self-ownership is not something people want to be yelled at them. Yep. They want people to invite them to do that. So as soon as we stopped pushing and as soon as we started saying, this is what has to happen and really just forcing it, that's when everything opened up. That's why over the last six months, we've already tripled our audience. That's why over the last six months, we had a specific goal on how many podcast people we wanted to host, guests we wanted to host on our podcast. We've blown that out of the water. How many do I want to be featured on? We've blown that out of the water. And it's all because we've sat back and said, we're going to let it happen. We're going to allow, we're going to do our job. I believe it's the law of attraction, right? You put it out there and you say, I want this. These are the little steps to get there. I am going to make my goals to make it happen and take those steps. And just because you put that into the universe, just because you've spoken it and you're taking those little steps towards it, you know, through our paid social, through our podcasting, through all the other options that are open to us, because you're making those steps, it just naturally happens. And when it naturally happens, that's the energy that you're putting it out into the world, right? So if you're creating something and you're really frustrated with it, that's the energy people receive it in. But if you are creating it in love and joy and excitement, because you're so thrilled about the message, people hear that they receive that and they're like, dude, that feels good. And I really want a part of that. So stepping back from the, I got to push and stepping into the, I am inviting the people out there that feel like they are supposed to connect with me. They are supposed to be a part, whether it's of Crystal Joukowsky or taking the courses and self-ownership. However, you feel like you're supposed to connect with me. I'm really excited. And I welcome you with open arms to say, that's fantastic. What can we create? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. And I think you're in good company because Mark Zuckerberg, well, could be good company, could be bad company. Depends on how you feel about Mark. <laughs> but Mark was like, yeah, I think you just 
be your authentic self, get your message out there and you'll attract the people who really want to be in your life. And I think that goes with partners and customers. So Amen to that. (laughs) there we go. Well, what's the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to help you accomplish your dreams of reaching as many people with your message and impacting as many lives as you can? Well, the obvious answer is like me and follow me on Facebook and Instagram and listen to the Breathe In, Breathe Out with Crystal Joukowsky podcast. It's sharing that with those that are around you because that's what makes it grow and that's what makes it bigger and better. And down the road, sign up for my courses and dive even deeper into who you are and how amazing you are and reclaim your voice, reclaim your fantastic state of being. And honestly, I seriously mean it when I say, if I'm not the person for you, and yet you are saying, I really need a shift. I really need a change. Find somebody else that really gets your juices flowing. And you say, I really want to connect with that person so that I can grow more because really my goal, my dream is for people to open up, find that compassion and spread that compassion so that we are a kinder, more loving and accepting world. So whether you find that with me or find that with another life coach, I don't care because you're helping me spread exactly the message that I want to spread. There we go. I love it. Well, now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And the first question is, what is your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. That is going to be The Giver by Lois Lowry. Oh, The Giver. Yes. It's a utopian novel. And um, I read it with a book club. And I tell you that it really made me realize that I didn't have to live what was given to me and that my choices can change not only my life, but the life of those around me. So the giver. Yeah. I see. When I heard the giver, I thought of the go-giver and I thought that's what you were going to talk about, but the giver, I'm gonna have to read that one. Sounds like a good one. Well, what is one way you like to take care of yourself? Mm. I am a little bit of an introvert. So personal time, whether it's sitting on my patio and taking in the sun or typing a little bit or going for a walk or just one-on-one time with family or a good friend, just that real connection, real, not the superficial stuff, but the deeper conversations that you can't really have with everyone. Yeah. I think those really fuel my soul. I feel that. I feel that. I'm really curious because I don't know if you can tell by my podcast, but I don't mind diving deep with people I just met. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I like, I'll often try and dive deep with people because I really appreciate those deep conversations. And I yeah. really, I really can't do small talk. Like it, it pains me to do small talk because <laughs> I'm also an introvert. And yeah. with that, you get that real connection with people. I often will have that conversation with somebody, maybe the first time, second time, third time we talk. But then after that, you know, we kind of get into a lot of it and it's either follow up, which, you know, if you see them weekly, there aren't huge updates on huge things in their life. And so how do you cultivate that real connection with people outside of um, just the real conversation that you have 
when that first time you get vulnerable with them? How do you keep that real connection going? And this is like a great question for like marriages, long-term friendships, family member relationships, et cetera, et cetera. So just curious what you think. Um, the first thing that came to mind for me is that you don't have to fill the silence. Hmm. Allowing yourself to be present with a person because you enjoy their company and they already know your vulnerabilities. Something may come up that you want to chit chat about, but maybe you want to just sit together and enjoy a sunset and have a cocktail or a mocktail, you know, like you don't have to fill the silence, just being and knowing that you're in a safe space, that you're loved and that you are so lucky to have that relationship, I think is really cool. And you'll find things. My husband and I, we've been married for 11 years this Saturday. And every now and then we'll sit, he sits on, we have these two couches that butt up to each other and he'll sit on one end and I'll sit on the other end. And magically we'll talk for three and four hours about something or this or that. And it, the conversation just keeps going. And it's because you've created that safe space. And some of it's surfacy and some of it's super deep and some of it's life-changing and some of it's just musing and saying, Hey, what do you think about this? Or maybe we play that and it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to let it be quiet. It's okay to just be in the moment and whatever comes up, comes up. I love it. I love it. There we go. Well, what is one action step that you can take right now or continue to take? if you're already doing it to really um, either connect with those other influencers in the space or find that kick-ass PR person. Uh, Right before this interview, I had somebody tell me that they wanted to introduce me to a PR person. So I'm going to follow through on that interview. Mm. And um, I'm so excited to say that I'm taking those steps. I love this question because it, it, it inspires people to take little steps towards things like yeah, this is a huge goal, but you can do one little step and those one little steps all add up to make a big step. And the other little step that I'm already taking and I'm excited to continue doing is being on podcasts and hosting people on mine to just keep generating that natural positive cycle of feedback in, Hey, we're all in this together. And we all have a very similar message. We want to help each other with their goals. We want to help each other grow. We want to help each other live the dream and just be even better in life. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Well, we got one last question for you actually. So it's one last question segment. I've recently switched this up. So, um, okay. For those of you listening, this is the first time I'm trying something new with this question. (laughs) Okay, so a lot of people have said that the catalyst that helps people change from really having a fixed mindset, not willing to accept help and not willing to accept change, to having a growth mindset, being willing to accept help and being willing to accept change is a personal choice that happens after either inspiration or desperation. I've asked that question a lot on the podcast. It typically comes down to either rock bottom, somebody comes in from the outside and like inspires you. And so my question to you is first, do you agree with that? Do you have something to add to that? Or can we go to the next question? That's my first question. What are your thoughts on that? (laughs) I think it's absolutely true. I think that we, um, we are raised, we are brought up, we are influenced by society. And so we live in that quote unquote box, right? Those boxes that we are given and brought up in. 
um, for a very long time. And it's not until something breaks down that box or shifts that box in a way that we say, oh, maybe I should think differently, or maybe I need to check into something else. So it's not until there is some kind of breakdown or shift that says I have to think differently than I already do. So I definitely agree with that statement of it is, there has to be a catalyst to help us want to shift and change. Otherwise we're just comfortable. It's, it's, we get comfortable in the way that we're living and there's no reason to change. There's no reason to shift or look for something different because we're very comfortable. We're very happy and everything, all of our external influences are reaffirming that it's perfectly fine. You can stay right the way you are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And so my follow-up question to that statement, and I'm gonna hit you with three real quick. So, um, go for it. I don't know. I'm trying this out. First time I've tried it. (laughs) Okay. I'm game. Why do you think some people make the choice to change and then others don't? Met with the same form of desperation and inspiration. We see some stay at rock bottom, some make the switch. Why do you think that is? Because change is terrifying. Why not choose what you already know? It's easier to stay in the safety of what you do know than it is to reach out and take a step into the unknown. I feel that. I feel that. And what do you think establishes that threshold for inspiration or desperation actually causing us to make the choice to change? Mm, Okay. Ask that question again. What do you think establishes the threshold? So just to give you a visual with my hands here, you have like kind of a cup and I think, you know, you get inspired a little bit, but it's not enough to make you change. It doesn't overflow the cup or you get desperate a little bit, but not enough to make you change. What do you think establishes that threshold of like, this inspired me enough to make me change, or this made me desperate enough to make me change? I think that's going to go back to your upbringing and your life lessons that you have that have brought you to this point. Some of us have learned how to be very resilient and just kind of keep tumbling with the blows that happen. And because we're tumbling with the blows, we have a higher tolerance for them and we're better able to say, oh, it's okay. I don't need to change because it's just another knock. It's just another blow. I don't need to move. Others are more, you know what? I, uh, I don't like that. I need to move. I need to change. I need to shift because that's really bothersome. And I don't like the pricking, stop poking the bear. So I really think that that comes from the way that we're brought up, whether it's familial or societal, religious, whatever it is that feeds into your perfect cauldron of soup that says, am I okay in what's going on or do I not like it enough to want to shift? And it can be external too. I think that if you see other people around you shifting and changing that you might say, well, I'm not fully uncomfortable, but that looks kind of cool. So maybe, maybe I'll dabble in it a little bit and see if it feels better than what I'm at, but you're still already at the top of that. You're getting closer to the top of that cup where you're ready for the change, but it's less traumatic because you're choosing it easier before you hit that rock wall. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree. I think it comes, comes really down to your upbringing also just kind of like societal programming. And I think that's reinforced Mm -hmm. every day. I think a lot of times we'll be asking ourselves questions. Like I ask myself this question a lot of like, why am I having such trouble? Like getting this limiting belief 
like out of my head or like conquering yeah. this limiting belief or like thinking in abundance. And I'm like, think of all the things that like reinforce the limiting beliefs you have about money, about your time, about how you should feel in your relationships. I'm like, even the fact that you like, for those people who still have W2s out there, if you're going to a job that you don't like, like for eight hours a day, you're communicating a message to yourself. Think about that. And it's probably a message that you really don't want to live by, but that's why it's hard to escape it because you continue to communicate it to yourself. Yeah. But it's and really scary you... to not. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, what am I going to do instead? Because yep. if I'm not doing this, then mm -hmm. uh, what do I do? And yet you've been told that that's what you're worth. You've been told that that's where you can be and how your value is because of the money that you're bringing in or because of the job that you're doing. You know, a lawyer may hate their job, but love the money. Well, how do you shift that? How do you change that? Because they're constantly telling themselves, well, I have to do this because my value is in the dollars that come in. But whose voice are you listening to? Who told you that that is your value? Who told you that that is the only way that you have any worth? And is there any way that you can shift that and say, nope. And my, my advice to anybody is, start asking whose voice am I listening to? Because if it's not your own, your own voice, your own higher self, your own intuition, your Jiminy Cricket wants nothing but the best for you. Nothing but the most positive, loving, amazing life. Yep. And they see your path and they know where you're going. They know where you could go and they just want to nurture and encourage you. So if you're listening to that voice, what is it going to tell you compared to all of those other voices? So when you have that negative thought and you're like, well, I'm too fat or I'm ugly or I'm this or I'm that, whose voice are you listening to? And if it's not your own, start arguing with it and telling it, no, 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 I'm good looking. I have pretty eyes. I'm not fat. I'm actually, da, 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 da. I'm not this, I'm that. Start arguing with it. And you'll be amazed at how much that voice will shut down. It'll quiet down and you'll hear it less and you'll hear your own positive, empowered, fabulous, encouraging voice coming through instead. It's amazing. I'm telling you, try it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love to hear that. And I, something I want to point out because um, I've, I know there are people out there like this because I've talked to my little brother and he is kind of like this of like, or even my older brother who is really kind of on the growth mindset train will like, say whose voice are you listening to and you started to identify with that negative voice and then you think anything that's positive is a lie and what i want to say to you if you're out there and you're listening to this is a like if you just think about yourself just biologically you weren't designed to harm yourself and that's what that negativity is doing so if you weren't designed to harm yourself and that negativity is harmful towards you it can't be you like, it just can't be. <laughs> That's not how you were designed. And so it's just something to think about of like, you may identify with the negative voice, but I urge you to reconsider whose yeah. voice that actually is. Yeah. When you were born, you were absolutely perfect and happy and beautiful. And you saw wonder and joy in the world and everything was positive. Why would that change? That's not your voice. Your voice is filled with wonder and joy and excitement at experiencing the world around you. So listen to that one and start shutting down the other one. There we go. And now this is the last question in the three banger. Um, how can we create an environment that facilitates 
people making that personal choice to listen to their own voice, to have that growth mindset, be willing to accept help, be willing to accept change, kind of just step into their truest, most authentic self. So I think it was Mahatma Gandhi, I could be wrong, that basically said, you cannot change the outside, you have to change, it comes from within. And as a society, we have to change. As a society, we have to decide that self-care is important, that each every one of us is a finite resource. And so we need to take care of ourselves. We need to fill our own cups before we fill everybody else's cups. And if we are able to shift that within ourselves and acknowledge, I need some self-care or I need to go for a run. I need some water. Oh, I need to eat because I've been working so hard. I totally forgot to eat lunch and now I'm irritable and tired. What do you personally need? And if you start taking care of you, you're, you're, you're showing other people, you are being an example of number one, it's okay to take care of you. And number two, you're important enough and valuable enough to do that. And when we start doing that, we start listening to that positive voice as well, because guess what? When you're saying I'm worth self-care, I'm worth whatever it is that you want to do, positive and self-care wise, um, it grows. Yep. It grows and it nurtures and it just snowballs into a much more loving and accepting place. So the negative voice is shut down. The positive voice is much like louder and we are kinder to ourselves and everyone. There we go. There we go. I From love within. it. Comes from within. So basically level yourself up, which was another, I've heard two interesting answers that kind of broke the, broke the theme of like inspiration or desperation. One person said it was your locus of control. So kind of just how you see the world. She was a special education teacher. Yeah. And um, she was just like, yeah, I think it's your locus of control. Like if you see the world and you think you can have an impact on the world, kind of just comes to that like self-confidence, self-image of like, yeah, do you think you actually have influence over your life and the world and the lives of others? Like, can you actually change anything? Or do you think you're just like victim, basically victim mindset versus like owning your stuff, which is exactly what you yeah. do. Um, yeah. And then another person answered, level yourself up, which is creating this environment, like focus on yourself, level yourself up. And then you give others permission to level themselves up because they're like, oh, it's possible. Yeah. Oh, it can happen. So I love that. Or you help level them up because yeah. you're up there. You're like, hey, buddy, let me help you out. Let's let's keep growing and being. So, yeah, level up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Well, awesome. Crystal, is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? The only thing I want to say, the only thing I want to do is any of your listeners that are listening in on this as an effort to just put that out there and say, you guys are worth it. You're amazing. We want to give everyone a 10% off of my online course intro to you, which helps you tune out the world's voice and tune into your own, which is exactly what we're talking about right now with yep. the code dream all caps there we go code dream all caps yes we're gonna put that in the show notes mm -hmm. and is that i'm sorry i missed it is that on your website is that going to be a special yes mm -hmm. it's on the crystaljakowski.com website and you can just go to the intro to you page so it's a great course there we go 
Well, awesome. Crystal, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me and letting me share this time with you. It's been really fun. Of course, of course. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Crystal had to say, make sure to A, like and share her podcast. Go to her website and code DREAM, all caps. Make sure to get her course and yeah, just connect with her and connect her to a kick-ass PR person if you happen to know one. And as we always ask, guys, send this podcast to one to three people you know need to hear this message. Give us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.